the voice of Sega with Dr. Scottnick.
Hello everyone and welcome to The Voice of Sega here on Radio Sega. I am your host, Dr. Scottnik, and today I have with me a very, very special guest. He is the voice of Crush Faulty. He's also the voice of Hardline and Axel Rudy Pell. It is the one, the only, Johnny Gioelli. Hey, Scotty, what's up, man? The one and the only. That's because you don't, you, no one could handle two of me. There's no question about it. How you doing, Scotty? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm great, man. I'm great. Thanks for having me on. I'm so excited. You know, the Crush 40 fans are my favorite people in the world. So I'm just, I'm thrilled to be uh, sharing this time with you guys. Yeah, Thanks for having me. We're so happy to have you here. Um, on today's show, we'll be talking about Johnny's solo album he's currently working on, along with asking him some questions, some of your questions, and it's going to be quite a lot of fun. Uh, so what we started Absolute. off the show with, we had two nights to remember, because this is going to be one night to remember for quite a lot of us. And then after that, we had the Sonic Youth, because everyone in the chat room at the moment is the Sonic Youth. And uh, speaking of the chat room, the people we have live in the chat room at the moment, we have Trigon, SBK, Rexy, Spondy, Akuma, Angelidia, I'm probably butchering these names, I'm very sorry, <laughs> CD-ROM, CTR, Fluffy Foxy, Grow Leaf, I, I probably butchered that again, Gum, Koga, Lime, Lisa, Mar- Marianne, Marion, Mick underscore Bynes, Mick Hale24RD, Music Clues, Noah Sonic, Punk Gamer, Silver Sonic, Spinnick, my my beloved SSF1991, TCB, Trekkie, Twinny, Vegeta, Voice, and Zimadon. So a big hello to everyone who's in the chat room, and big hello to everyone who's ch- uh, tuning in elsewhere. If you'd like a shout out, be sure to message us on Twitter at Radio Sega, and we'll be sure to thank you for listening in. Hey. So, Hey everybody! I want to say hello to those guys too. What's going on, everybody? Big shout out to you guys! Everyone Thanks for in the chat, uh, tell us uh, your first ever um, Crush Forty song you ever listened to, or Johnny Giurelli song, because uh, it'd be quite interesting to know where you where you started your love for Mr. Giurelli. <laughs> that would be cool to know. So, um, Johnny, you're currently working on a solo album at the moment. How's that? How's that yes. going for you so far? It's going great, man. You know, what we've done is, um, you know, I've, I've had a long career and uh, I'm, I've been in this business now, gosh, probably over 30 years. And as a lot of you guys may know, not only do I perform with June Sonoy and Crush 40, but I'm also in my original baby band, Hardline, which uh, featured Neil Sean from Journey. And, uh, and then, of course, my heavier metal band with uh axel rudy pell arp uh, out of germany so i've been you know involved in these acts for a very very long time and just one day decided i i need a an even better way to connect with people that that love the music that i make and have them be a part of it and um that's when i thought i I, you know i want to get creative i want to you know, just reach inside myself and and, and, and pull out some cool uh, songs and and share them, you know, with the world. And 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 that's when I decided I, I just I've got to do something a bit solo at the moment just to express myself um, and 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 connect with the fans. And that's why I'm doing everything through Pledge Music. It's a cool forum, um, so I can you know talk to the fans and they can understand the process as it happens instead of just waiting in the sidelines and all of a sudden 
boom, Johnny has yeah. a new album out. You know, it's pretty cool. It's a cool forum. Exactly. Um, so how long have you been having this idea to do a solo album for? You know, I've been playing around with this this idea for the last couple of years. And, um, and it was just literally about three months ago I said, I'm going to do this. But it's been swirling around in my head for a long time. You know, I'm always writing songs. Always. I drive everyone insane. I'm always singing, singing, singing. I walk wherever I go. I'm, I hear a melody. I hear something that, that makes me want to, uh, you know, just get creative. So it's been, it's, been, um, it's been spinning around in my head for a long time. And it just finally I just said, I, you know, I've got to do this. I've got to do this. And I want to do it with everyone. Um, it's a special, it will be a special solo album. You know, usually making uh, CDs, Scott, is um, it's very private. It's very, you know, ooh, we're, we're in the studio, we're doing this, and, and no one gets to hear anything, and they've got to wait for the, the long-anticipated CD, and this, and that, and the other. You know, come on, man. I've had 30 years of that. You yeah. guys, you, Scotty, the fans, the Crush 40 fans, if it, if it wasn't for the, those fans, those people, um, I'm nothing. I'm, I am just a musician sitting in a basement in an East Coast house with my laptop on my lap, <laughs> where it's supposed <laughs> to be, and I'm nothing. So what better way than to have um, what I would consider a dream CD for myself, solo, mine, but share it um, yeah. with you guys. I mean, what better way? It, it's 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 like this is will be everyone's CD. It's not just mine. Yeah, so, because um, one of the uh, if you uh, donate or pledge music for this uh, album, you get uh, certain gifts for it depending on how much you pledge. So, for example, yeah, if you were to exactly. give thirty five dollars, you'd get a signed CD, which is pretty cool. Or you can pay forty two dollars, for example, get a uh, signed exclusive T shirt. And the yes, one, the one exactly that I love right. is um, one of them. You get to do the uh, backup vocals. <laughs> yeah, I tried to make it fun. You know, pledge music is—it's um, about everyone's participation in creating uh, something really cool. And the exclusives—we call them exclusives—the gifts. Um, uh, these are things from my private collection. You know, I—I I, I had room keys. I think they're gone now. I've had backstage passes and just things to make it really fun um, to participate. So, you know, you're not only just getting the CD, you're getting some cool stuff that other people just can't get. And the other great thing about the, uh, uh, um, you know, the pledge is that I'm also donating a large chunk of money um, to a family that's local here in my community who uh, their son had a terrible accident and is paralyzed. He's paralyzed from the neck down and the cost of rehabilitation is literally in the millions and Jesus. millions of dollars over his lifetime. Yeah. So the community here, and I know that the fans do not know this family um, and, uh, and there's a million charities that I could donate to, but this one, for me is is it's right here it's it's in my home it's right it's right here in my community so part of the pledging you know uh, funds go um to the barber family joe barber is his name and uh to help them with whatever they need you know he's in special wheelchairs and this and that and the other so this project is not 
it, it, this this is a project of love. It, it really is love of music, love of community, love of helping, and you know, love for all of us to be together and and do this together. So it's I'm so excited, Scotty. I could I could literally jump out of my pants, but I won't because it's very cold here in the East Coast right now. And if I didn't have my pants on, my anatomy would freeze, and we don't want that to happen. No, it won't, it's no very dangerous. Yeah, that's that's right. horrible about Joe. I hope he gets better and on his feet soon. Yeah, uh, it's every day, um, you know, we hope for, I mean, look, every day we hope. That's it. It's, it's all about hope, and uh, it's, it's small steps to, to recovery, and there is a chance that he could recover, and all of us should not take uh, our lives and our movement for granted ever, mm. because right now Joe would just love to move a finger. Just a finger to move would be incredible for him. So everyone count their blessings that, you know, you're healthy and, and any, any problems, issues you may have, there's always someone with much greater ones than you. So anyway, so Pledge Music, this solo album, it's really encompassing, encompassing a lot of, 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 of heart and soul. So thanks for, uh, for spreading the word, uh, Scotty, on this too. Yeah, so if anyone wants to uh, Pledge Music... For this, what, what would you say? How donate music, uh, donate money, pledge money? How would you describe it? Yeah, we we call it the donating money. Just sounds like oh gosh, yeah, I'm it's like a charity. A little cup out, yeah. Please put a cup, a tip jar. <laughs> but it, it is um, you're you're pledging, you're contributing, you're you're offering, um, and it helps the record. We're going to be cutting um, cutting a killer video, and it all helps. Production's very expensive. Um, so um, it helps me, it helps the Barber family, and we're all connected uh, on this thing. One thing that's really cool, Scotty, too, is what I'm going to be doing is a live acoustic show that everyone can um, stream, and we're gonna, I'm going to do it literally from my home. I'm going to put on a full performance, and that's also one of the exclusives that you can uh, purchase. So it doesn't matter where you are, Australia, England, Korea. Japan doesn't matter. You'll be, uh, be able to see that show, um, and that's uh, that's only to those who uh, who pledge for that uh, for that gift. Unless you're no asleep, one else of would course. be able to get it. Exactly, unless you're asleep. We'll do it around your time. Don't worry, Scotty. Don't worry. We'll make sure you're up and that you had your cereal before we uh, perform. <laughs> um, so the uh, the uh, solo album has about 31 days left on uh, pledge music, and it's at 50 percent of the goal reached. So, uh, oh, let's, cool! That's hoping great. it gets there very soon. Um, yeah, it will. It will. We're doing some some. Um, you know, we're doing a lot of interviews and just talking it up. It's all about um, you know guys like you, Scotty, helping and uh, spreading the word. So I just encourage everyone to you know share the link. It's uh, pledgemusic.com forward slash Johnny Gioelli. And share it with your friends and check out some of the cool exclusives and, and join me. Join me making this CD. That's what it's about. And I, I, I do an update every Friday. Um, we had some equipment failure, and I know you know all about this, Scott. But I had some equipment failure, and I could not do it um, uh, this uh, past Friday. But every Friday there's an update, and I literally I answer questions um, you know, a lot of guys, you know, girls and guys write, write in and ask me just anything from equipment questions to what I do in my pastime. And, and it's cool, man. And so I, I talk about those things. You never really know what I'm going to say. 
uh, each week. And I tell stories. I've got some uh, some stuff lined up that I got. I just got to tell everybody. A lot of people always want to know. A lot of the fans want to know what happens behind the scenes. Mm. Big shows. You know, I've played some very very large arenas in the world, and things that happen underneath the stage. Yes, people. The stages are massive, and underneath the stages, that you can literally walk through there. And when there's a big drum solo going on or a guitar solo going on, things are happening underneath the stage. And I'm not going to tell you what, but it's a lot of cool stuff. And and you know, a lot of musicians don't share that kind of uh, you know don't share that that fun stuff. And I think it's important that everyone knows. Um, you know about the fun fun times we have out on the road. So, anyway, that's what we do every Friday. I do that. I do an update. Yeah, um, looking forward to that. Um, one last thing I have to add to this. Uh, I am a such a fake Johnny Duelli fan. I have not contributed money yet because I don't have a job at the moment. But I'm hoping very that's shortly okay. to uh, put in about hundred dollars because anything Johnny Duelli is. Amazing to me. Well, Scotty, that's that's very, very, very generous. You don't have to uh, do a hundred. You can do three hundred. Oh, I, I no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You. <laughs> I'm kidding you, man. I'm kidding. But yeah. Oh man, that's very generous, and I appreciate that uh, immensely. Because uh, I've said this on the show quite a few times, but Johnny Giuelli, uh got me into music. He inspired me to start doing radio. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here today, actually interviewing him. So um, wow. it, it means a lot that's to me cool. that he's doing even more music than he already does he must be such a busy man scott i didn't know that man thank you and i'm honored to be on the show with you man and you do a great job and uh you know you keep everything alive for everyone it's it's wonderful man so thanks for having me so we're gonna go straight into some more music and then we'll be back to ask johnny some questions so coming up next is a song that has quite a bit of meaning for me and my family uh when i travel over to england uh to see my family they always uh decide you know what i'll just send you this song uh it happened the first time about four years ago and we keep doing it ever since so what we've got coming up next is by crush faulty it is watch me fly enjoy
and welcome back to the voice of Sega here on Radio Sega. I have with me the one, the only, Mr. Johnny Giovelli. How are you doing, good sir? I'm great. I'm great, mate. I'm great. Feeling good. <laughs> Glad to be with you. Uh, what we just had there was uh, from Crush Forty, Watch Me Fly, and then after that we had uh, from Hardline. It was before this, but a little trivia for you there. Uh, June Sonoi, uh had his own little solo in this uh, in this song. How did that come about? Oh well, you know, June is my is like my brother, and um, I just thought that that song fit his style, and asked him if he would join me on it. You know, we uh, musicians we always like to play on each other's records and things like that. And um, June was a massive Hardline fan. I mean, that's how he learned of me to bring me into the Crush Forty uh, world and the Sega gaming world. And um, he contacted me through uh, through a buddy of mine who was the guitar player for Whitesnake, and that's how we all, <laughs> that's how we got together. It was pretty interesting, but um, yeah, yeah, June, I, I just thought that song fit him stylistically, and he wanted a solo, and we did it. Yeah, awesome. Uh, so I have a few questions uh, for you now. Are you, are you ready for this? Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, of course I'm ready, man. Of course. I have I've written these down, so if it sounds like I'm just reading off a script, it's because I am. Okay, so here we oh, go. That's fair. <laughs> so you've been singing for many, many years, uh, double my lifetime probably. Yes. <laughs> I'm I'm quite young. I was I was gonna write in the uh, in the script. Wow, you must be old. But I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna say that. No, I am old, man. <laughs> I am. I t- I turn 24 next year. I'm old. Just Damn. kidding. I'm not, even, um, I'm not even telling you how old I am. Uh, 48, is it? Oh, you had to say that, Scott. No, I'm joking. 20, 30, to... 32. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. We'll go with 32. So who was it that inspired you to, to sing, and how did this passion first become a career for you? That's a great question. Um, I didn't know that I could sing. Honest to God, I did not know. Before music, so I've been a professional. I have to back up a little bit. I've been a real professional musician since I was 11 years old. So I've been touring the East Coast of the United States, the West Coast, as a little punk. And prior to that, um, I started playing music around eight years old, but I was involved in theater. I really loved the theater. I loved acting and and doing musicals and things like that. I worked with a lot of off-Broadway shows, and, and, um, and I had a musical director this guy, his first name was Bruce. I don't remember his last name. And he was responsible for teaching me how to open my mouth. A lot of us can sing. Singing is just um, an extension of talking. And, um, and then it gets into pitch and things like that, of course. But really, it's just an extension of talking. You know, he's just, that's really what singing is. But this man, through theater, brought open my mouth. And as a lot of you guys know, I'm very loud. And um, so he was responsible for teaching me how to open that mouth. And then the rest was a gift, you know, a a God-given gift. And I never had lessons or anything like that. It just sort of, it just comes naturally um, to me. Mm, Okay. So your first big band was uh, Brunette, correct? Yeah, that was funny. So... 
the, uh, Brunette was my first act. Yes, we uh, that started on the East Coast, and then when I was 18 years old, we jumped into this old beat up old tour bus. I don't know how we made it across the United States, but we drove across the U.S. and um, started our you know career in California and tried to get noticed and and it happened pretty quickly for that band. We were one of the top drawing acts um in in hollywood we broke every record we broke like the doors record van halen's record that band used to sell out clubs on the sunset strip in like 15 minutes yeah. it was insanity yes now these clubs only held four people no i'm just kidding that's a joke bad joke no but uh we do we, we that band held all these these records but never got a record deal it was the weirdest weirdest thing it's just because the songs were not ready you know uh it's all about songs and we, we weren't ready but yes that was my my first big uh big big group on the west coast wow um so for those who don't know uh crush 40 started off as sons of angels back in 1998 is that when it all started for you yes that's exactly right that's how exactly did the right. um how did the name of that come about that was actually uh, June's choice, um, I, and I really don't know to this day. I really should ask him, but I really don't know why that name. I can mm. tell you about Crush 40, but I really don't know why Sons of Angels. And then what happened was there was a, another group, and they made us give up the name. And June called me. I'll never forget it. I, I was in California, and he called me um, from Japan. He said, we... We have to change the name, and what do you want to do? And I said, Phew, man, so now we're going back 16 years, and you, so you can do the math. I'm 48 now. Gosh, I'm old. But um, so um, I said, hey, man, I'm never turning 40 years old ever. I would like to crush 40. And he goes, I love it. I love it. I love it. And that's that's the birth of that name it was just me not wanting to turn 40 years old so now i think we're gonna have to change it to crush 50 and uh because i'm not going 50 man i'm not going there forget it no way i have Mid too much crisis. energy yeah i'm not going there man too much energy i'm not going 50 exactly but anyway, and, uh, that's 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 happened june is a big fan of the drink crush as well isn't he yes he is as a matter of fact he really is yep orange crush Yep. Um, so all your three different bands, Hardline, Axel Dupel, and Crush 40, have like very different styles um, to them. How does the creative process differ from each band? Great question. So Hardline was obviously my baby. And if anyone's wondering what my solo album would sound most like, it would have to be more like Hardline than anything else I do, only because... You know, I wrote that Hardline record with with Neil and um, and with my brother as well. That's really who I am. That melodic, big power, you know, ballads. You know, similar to like "Watch Me Fly." You know, that kind of that kind of message, and you know, that's me. Um, so so that was you know that was Hardline and Axel Rudy Pell. That Axel Rudy Pell takes me back to my younger, younger, younger days, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 years old when I was singing, you know, really heavy stuff. I don't know. I don't know why, but I was really, I mean, I know why it's fun to sing, 
but I was into it. I was into that aggressive kind of metal stuff when I was a kid, and I blew up stuff around the house. My poor mom uh, and dad. Yeah, I was like blowing stuff up and making fog in the house and setting things on fire. So it looks. I'm not recommending anyone do that. It's very dangerous. But yeah, like I we accidentally set my drums on fire and almost burned the whole house down. But um, yeah, so that you know, Axel Rudy Powell takes me back. That's why I love it so much. It takes me back to a time period that was very. I was young. I was. You know, learning more about music, and and uh, I knew it was, what's really interesting for me. Um, I was very, very fortunate, very blessed. Is I knew exactly what I wanted to do at 11 years old, and I and I did. I mean, I started playing at eight years old and focused on it. That's all I lived and and breathed was was music. That was it. So really fortunate, and and you know my friends were playing with Tonka toys, and you know playing in the sandbox. I was in my basement recording studio, and I was working on on songs. But uh, anyway, back to Axel. So yeah, Axel brings me back to a time period that's really fun um, for me. And then Crush Forty, of course, is a way to to express myself. It kind of ties in, if you think about this. It ties into my theater days because I'm presented from Sega. I'm presented um, with a scene, and I get to be as creative as I want to be for that scene. So even though it's you know uh, a game, it still has meaning. It has purpose. It has you know a, a plot to it, and I get to watch that scene before you guys do, and. <laughs> And get creative, um, you know, making music behind that scene and trying to pull the best out of it. And that is fun, man. I'm, I'm telling you, it is fun. And they also, um, I get, um, you know, drawings. I get some of the initial drawings and to help me uh, bring out some of the, the, the creative uh, juices and get them flowing to, to write the songs for the games. So that's it's just fun, man. I mean, how I mean, what isn't fun about gaming? How could you, you know, how could you? Oh man, I gotta write a song. I gotta write a song for Sega. This stinks. Are you kidding? It's so much fun. So that's why I do it, and that's why I have been doing it, um, you know, for 16 years. And the fans are off the charts. Now look, I sold a lot of records. Hardline, Axel Rudy Pell. I have over 30 albums out. People don't realize. How many albums I have? I call. I still call them albums. I think that's a dead giveaway for how old I am. CDs. I have over thirty different CDs out, Damn. and the best fans I have, and the most loyal, and the most loving, and dedicated, and happy, are the Crush Forty fans. I'm. I'm sorry. I mean, that is the honest to god truth. Every show when June and I do a, sh- a Crush Forty show, the places are packed. The kids are, are just, yeah, everyone, out of their minds, excited. And um, so I'm not saying that's my favorite, um, you know, band, but I might be. So um, continuing on that, how is it like performing live for Crush 40? How is that different from the other bands? Is there like different sort of energy for you? It is. Um, it's... Um, you know, it's, we do it two different ways um, for, for those that have seen the Crush 40 shows. Sometimes June and I play with backing tracks. He's always playing live, and I'm always singing live, of course. But the band isn't there, you mm. know, our backing band. 
And that's a little more difficult um, because, you know, as musicians, we feed off of each other as we're playing, you know, and every night is different. You know, it's it's even though you're playing what the same thing, it's you know, every room is different. The sound is always a little different and everyone's personality and attitude and the way they're playing is different. It's exciting. Playing to backing tracks is a little bit more difficult. Um, but um, I, um, I I don't know, man. I just, the difference is it's way more upbeat, happy, yeah. fun. You know, it's like, it's like I'm up there playing a game. You know what I mean? It's like I'm the game. You know? It's yeah. cool. I love it. I can't wait to put, we need to play more. I hope so too. Because uh, you, you played in uh, England for uh, Sonic. What is it called again? Summer of Sonic. There we go. You've Summer done Sonic, America, yep. Sonic Boom, and then you do live shows with the whole band in Tokyo. Got any plans yes. of going elsewhere? Um, we're, what we're doing, June and I are getting together here shortly, um, have a, a little Skype meeting and we are planning out the rest of 2016 and 2017. Um, I, I can't commit to any shows right now. Um, but do we want to do them? Yes, absolutely. Will we be playing some shows? I'm sure. Mm. It's just cause that's what we do. Um, but as soon as we know if there's an event or something we're going to participate in, you guys will know immediately. Awesome. Uh, so, completely uh, different topic from this. Uh, you've created quite a few uh, music videos in uh, your career, from uh, Axel Rudy Pell's Hallelujah, which is probably one of my favorite uh, music videos of yours. And then there was uh, Fever Dreams. Uh, a lot of toilet yep. paper involved in that one. Uh, yes, we did not have to, we did not have to worry about running out of toilet paper. How, no problem at all. How do you find the music video creation process? And would you ever want to create a music video for Crush Faulty? Yes, and that's you know it's something that we've we've talked about uh, also, and we'll be talking about too uh, in the future. the The video process, making a video, is fun. It's a lot of work. People don't realize that is a mm. very long sixteen to eighteen hour day. Um, <laughs> lots of lights, lots of cameras, lots of angles. Um, but it's fun because it's a way where you know you're listening to playback. So you're listening to yourself and you're singing along with yourself. And it's, I don't know, it's just cool. It's just a way to, you know, express yourself with your body and, 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 uh, you know, and, and capture it on, on film. It's cool. I like it. I like it. When we did the Hallelujah video for Axel Rudy Pell. So if, if you guys haven't seen that, check that out. Just uh, check that out on YouTube. It's pretty cool. Just put in Axel Rudy Pell, Hallelujah. It'll pop right up. And there's like, I don't know, four or five million hits on that song but that was done in a in a, a live in a real church um and the lights that are on that video uh in that video are part of the church it's a really, it was a really cool progressive kind of church and so i like going to these different locations and with axel we've gone to some castles and done some cool stuff so making videos is always really uh exciting for me i love it yeah um, so your longest-running band, Hardline, has gone through many members over the years. Uh, does it does it still feel like Hardline to you? And what is it like working with your current members in comparison to back in the Double Eclipse days? Well, you know, good question. Also, man, um, I love the the current lineup, and um, I love these guys. They're they're my family. Um, 
But, you know, there's there's Hardline, the band with Neil Sean, Dean Castronovo, Todd Jensen, my brother, myself. That was a very powerful band. And it was the band. It was what it was all created with. So it's never quite the same. Um, but um, but the current lineup with Alessandro and Anna and Chesco has its own um greatness to it you know it has its own feel um but it will never be like the original band it could, because it's not you know they're different people different players different styles we try to maintain the you know the you know sort of similar um you know uh, style uh, of the original and always everyone always compares to the first album, Double Eclipse. Everyone always says, oh, well, it doesn't quite sound like Double Eclipse. Or, wow, that one sounds like Double Eclipse. And that, so it's always being compared to that album number one. It's just kind of what happens. But yeah. I love the new guys. And um, I just spoke to Neil, Neil Sean from Journey, uh, not too long ago via text. And, um, you know, about doing something in the future together. But, uh, well, you never know what can happen. You never know. Um, so you've yep. collaborated with quite a few artists throughout the years. For example, uh, Cash Cash with the uh, Sonic Boom uh, song, yep. and they're now like really big. Like in Australia, I hear them. Like I was walking in the supermarket the other day, and one of their songs was playing. Yeah, they're uh, great guys, man. Oh my god, they're so great. I enjoyed playing with them. We did uh, did something together in um, I think it was San Diego where we yeah Sonic Boom. Jam- yeah, yeah, San Diego. And sorry, guys, because I mean I've I've been to every city in the world like 15 different times but um yeah they're great guys i'm so happy for them they're great musicians they're 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 serious guys but a lot of fun and, yeah and best of luck to them and you've also worked with like a band Wolfpack, for example what is it like working with these different bands and what's it like working with their different uh, music styles i think it's cool you know back when i started performing when i was a young little guy I didn't want to listen to anyone because I didn't want to be influenced. I'd never really had a CD or back then a record collection because I didn't want anyone to say, hey, you, Johnny sounds like this guy. Johnny sounds like that guy. I didn't want to be anyone but, but myself. And I, I think I, I don't think I sound like anyone. Do I, Scott? I uh, my like my dad know? says sometimes you sound like Bon Jovi. You know what? That I get a lot. And I swear I've never owned a Bon Jovi record in my life. I swear to you. But I do get that once in a while. But I, I, I like my Hallelujah version a lot better. Don't tell anybody, Scott. But I, I like mine better. But, um, yeah, no, it's, it's cool working with now that I am, um, I'm not going to say old, more mature. I, I like collaborating with other artists. It's cool, man, to bring out the talents of as many people as you can to make this creation is cool. It's fun. It's very, very, very um, rewarding to have like a whole bunch of talent in one room and guys sitting around with instruments and you're like, check this out, and then got and then I sing, you know, sing on top of something, and you just start creating, and picture that versus myself sitting in a room, which I used to do, man. I'm staring at an empty page, just like the song In the Hands of Time from Hardline. Staring at an empty page, will it come to me? Will it come to me? That song was about 
being alone with an empty page and having to fill it with words that have meaning and expression and creativity, mm-hmm. um, it's hard to do, man. It's hard to do. So when you collaborate with a whole bunch of talented guys, oh, man, it's fun. It's fun. So I welcome any opportunity to uh, work with other musicians. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, fun fact for you, my favorite drummer is uh, Mr. Mike Tirana. If you don't know, <laughs> he uh, used Mikey. to he used to be the drummer for uh, Axel Rudy Pell, but unfortunately he uh, left a few years ago. Can you recall any standout memories with him? Oh, every day with Mike Tirana was a standout memory. Believe me, he is the most energy. Now, okay, so Mikey's in his fifties. And this guy has more energy than half of the Crush 40 fans and myself all tied together, pulling on a rope. This guy is strong, powerful, amazing drummer, um, incredibly funny. If you got, you got you got you guys got to Google some Mike Tirana stuff and watch some of his YouTube videos where he plays different characters. He has his, he he has a fake brother named Bob, Bob Tirana, who's his <laughs> yeah. manager. I mean, okay, so you could imagine we had a lot of fun mm. on the road. A lot. A lot. He's crazy. He's completely crazy, and I love it. Yeah, I was watching uh, one of your old um, behind-the-scenes Axe Ready Pell DVDs, and uh, you, and, you and Mike are just hilarious. Oh, we have so much fun. Sometimes we laugh so hard, you know, just telling jokes to each other on the tour bus. That we're we're crying and doubled over, falling on the floor in pain. We have we have a lot of fun. I miss Mike Ela. I, I actually spoke to Mikey uh, this morning just through oh, Skype. We lovely. stay in touch. He's one of my best best buds. What a great drummer, right? Yeah, amazing. Um, so last question for you now at the moment yeah. is: uh, yeah. you are also a pilot. If you guys didn't know, how did uh, how long have you been flying for, and how did this all come about? Wow, good, great question. A lot of people don't know this, but yes, I am a airplane fanatic. Um, I've been a pilot for a long time. My brother Joe actually uh, got me interested. He was a pilot also, people don't know this, at the age of, I think, 16, and then flew for a while. And then when my daughter my daughter was born, can't believe it's 19 years ago, I got the bug to fly. I don't know if it's because I had a girl and it's like, I can't deal with a girl. I'm going to have to fly away. No, I, I just had the bug to fly. I cannot explain it. And to this day, I absolutely am nuts about aviation. And my son, Brandon, knows how to fly. We had uh, an airplane. I actually just sold my airplane. But our most favorite thing to do, Brandon, my son, Brandon, and I, is we fly animals for uh, rescue. So we transport as many dogs um, as we possibly can. We pull them out of kill shelters and we deliver them to adoption agencies and to forever homes. And and we love it, man. We fill our airplane filled with, with beautiful dogs and save their lives. And that's wow. the real love for me when when flying is uh, – and we – you know, I, I love it. So, yes, I fly single-engine airplanes. I can fly twins. I don't fly jets. Um, someday, but uh, for right now, I fly propeller airplanes and and love it. Have to play uh, Watch Me Fly next time you're in the air. Yes, <laughs> you must see. You knew there was more to that song, right, Scott? Exactly. You knew it. <laughs> Absolutely. So we're gonna go into some more music, and then we'll be back to um to answer some of the fan questions. We're gonna overrun a little bit. I hope that is not too bad for you, Johnny. 
No, man, I've got I've got all night. As a matter of fact, I think we should just talk all night, Scott. I I have no objection to that. <laughs> so we've we'll got coming for at least up... another 15, 20 minutes, right? Exactly. Um, okay. What we got coming up next is one of my favorite Axel Rudy Pell songs. It is uh, from the twenty thirteen album, I believe. I hope. Uh, uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Yes. It is "Run with the Wind." Enjoy.
And welcome back to the voice of Sega here on Radio Sega. What we just had there was Run With The Wind from Axel Rudy Pell. I said it was from the 2013 album, I meant the 2012 album uh, Circle of the Oath. If you don't, if you're not really big, uh, if you don't really English, what are you? Uh, if you haven't really heard uh, Axel Rudy Pell before, I really recommend you do because it is amazing. Uh, check out the best of uh, Axel Rudy Pell album because that's great, it's got some of the best, uh, best songs. He's made, uh, Thanks, such as God. Strong as a Rock, um, Mystica, all those great classics. Yeah, pretty heavy stuff, though. I don't want to scare anybody, Scotty. <laughs> so let's go into some, some fan questions. Uh, yeah, sure. First one here is from uh, Fall, Fallen Hearts. Uh, he says, uh, mostly, how do you mostly feel about being known for so- just for Sonic? What's the question again, Scotty? How, how, do I- how do you feel being mostly known for Sonic? I don't know. That's cool. I mean, uh, I, I'm known for music. You know, I'm, I'm known for what I create um, that fits with, um, you know, with the theme of a game. So um, I love it. That's mm. cool. Yeah, a lot of you know, there's, you know, a lot of gamers that are are young and they have no idea of of my history and how long, how many you know CDs I have out, et cetera, et cetera. They just know me as Johnny from Crush Forty, and that's cool. That's great. I love it. So, um, yeah, man, no, no problem there. I'm good with that. Uh, Celestia says, open your heart or live and learn. Oh, man, that's... I gotta go live and learn. Mm. I'm going I'm going live and learn. I, I can't choose a favorite. I love them both. Um, yeah, I, I do too, man. But, I mean, for live and learn is just that epic people wait for it. And we just, yeah. you know, it's just one of those, we just, it, the first... Three seconds of the song, everyone just ah, you just you know it's great. Yeah, uh, Forty Metalex says, "What would you consider the official theme song for the Sonic the Hedgehog?" Oh man, well I think I said it. I, I think it's I think it's Live and Learn. Scotty, help me out with that. What do I, you think? I think so too. Yeah, has a good message as well. You live and you learn. Yeah, I think that's the one that really. You know, just really made it happen for for Crush Forty too. So I'm a little partial to that song. I mean, it really just, you know, escalated our career too. Yeah, uh, Twenty says, "How do you manage your time being part of three separate bands?" Oh man, good question. That's hard. It it is hard, but luckily, um, I'm I'm able to you know be flexible with the schedule. I can move things around, and and Axel is so great. And uh, with 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 helping, you know, making sure that everything, you know, all the pieces fit. So he'll he'll say, hey, Johnny, are you available this this month or these months to um, to record or to tour, or whatever? And if I'm not, I'm like, hey, Axel, can we push it back a little? Or do you know? So all the projects seem to fit. I, I should say, I, I haven't had a problem yet. So it all <laughs> just kind of works. So I don't analyze it too much, Scotty. Yeah, I, I don't analyze it. I just kind of go with it. Yeah. Um, Scott Boyd says, uh, are you planning on having any newer stuff be darker or heavier in a way? For Crush 40? For anything, any of your bands. Would you like to do more darker, heavier stuff? No, actually, I don't think so. I, I think I'd like to lighten it up a little bit. Yeah. You know, again, my, my roots are a very commercial melody, good message. I want someone to turn on a, a Johnny Gioelli song or the Johnny Gioelli um, debut solo album 
and have it lift them like watch me fly for example you know that's all about being lifted man there's a you know looking at what's great in your life and and having that consume you versus you know looking at oh man i'm having a crappy day and blow this that and the other you know so i'm all about the message so i'd have to say no i'm i'm going to go uh a little bit more melody positive good message and not darker yeah um jahan says among all the songs you've written which one's your favorite and why oh oh man okay wait a minute that's a tough question because i have probably over 400 songs out there guys literally um let me take a crush my favorite crush song can i do that sure besides live and learn i think the power of what i'm made of sums up crush 40 yeah june and i collectively man when we play what i'm made of that's just ah that just it was just so great live it feels great to us um so wow that's a very difficult question i, I think i have too many songs out there to to, to decide sorry man but what yeah. i made up for crush for i i sure. can't even choose a favorite there's so many i like um, oh man like the slow songs from like is it you i love and then all the yep. the me- metal acts with pel songs it's your range is so big that it can't be choose a favorite thanks god you know what's wild is sometimes you recall as a musician when and where you wrote uh songs um and um so sometimes when you mention a uh, a title it brings me back to a place um and um yeah anyway so it's just kind of cool reminiscing about some of these songs as i picture myself in a hotel room you know writing watch me fly one song one sega song i wrote i have to think of which one it was i wrote on a um I wrote in a in a camper like in a tour bus on our way with my family across the country and like hey guys we have to stop here and just plug the tour bus in and I I need to work on a song so I mean it's just cool stuff happens when you're writing uh gum says being on stage must be pretty scary how do you keep the nerves at bay Oh gosh no being on stage I'll tell you what's scary waiting to go on stage um that anticipation i just i want to go 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 i want to get on there i want to start singing i want to start performing i want to see your face you know out there i want to see the arms up i want to feel the um the power of the audience what's really wild scott is the audience um you know you may or may not know this but the audience drives our energy mm. the more into it you guys are and that power we feel that that's all feel you know we used to joke back in the hardline days i played some big big places 40 50 60 000 seaters and when they shut those lights off and you hear the crowd go ah, you hear the roar of that crowd let me tell you something man that's that is a rush that is an ener- there isn't an energy drink on the planet that can meet that rush of that sound and that's what you get so i'm never nervous to go on the stage i'm only nervous to get there i want to get there like come on let's go let's go let's go let's go so um yeah no i'm never nervous just anxious yeah cuz um one of your infamous uh live shows was the live at the gods in 2002 uh i heard you had quite a few uh, issues with that one you had to bring that up scott <laughs> 
You had to bring that up. You are a good interviewer, man. Okay. Yes, well, that was very late. Some, sometimes festivals run late because there's so many bands, there's so much coordination and, and not so good coordination. That happened to be not so good. And we didn't end up going on the stage till two in the morning. Ooh. And I was already exhausted. You know, we were supposed to go on, I believe it was around nine or ten. So if you could imagine that delay and what that does to you mentally, and then our crew was exhausted. The sound company crew was exhausted. The monitor crew, rightfully so. It's two in the morning, and nothing worked, man. Nothing worked. Do you ever have any equipment problems, Scott? All the time. <laughs> See? So you know exactly what I'm talking about, and it's frustrating, right? Yeah. It's very frustrating. So now imagine... You're doing a headlining show. It's late. It's two in the morning, and then your monitors don't work. Did you see me kicking them by chance? Yep, Some I saw you say, constantly I... going, to, uh, looking at the sound people, turn up the volume, all this sort of stuff. Oh yeah, you I had I, the I, background I... vocalists who were. <laughs> yeah, it was just they couldn't hear. You know, when you can't hear yourself, it's not good. Just yeah. imagine. Just plug your ears and try to sing something so there you go i mean it was a that was a nightmare can we just like just pretend that never happened exactly that's, what, what was know, the album what was it well, i can't what are you what are we talking about uh yeah i don't know i have no idea where let's go on to the next question scott <laughs> gum says <laughs> do you have a favorite venue to play at yes um i i must say that the first big venue that you play as an artist always becomes your most favorite and i was on tour with van halen my first show as an international artist we played in uh detroit uh, a place called the palace of auburn hills and i think it held about 50 55,000 people and it was hardline and van halen that was my first show as an international artist and i remember it very very well like it was yesterday uh from hang on let me find out this person's name from tim we have has the work with june snowy for sega influenced you as a musician musician english musician and artist and if so how much and in which way well yes definitely and and anytime you again you create with someone um it's cool what's really unique about the way june and i work with Crush 40 is June starts it off with a with a, a riff, you know, a guitar riff, and he has an uh, he hears something in his head, and then it's it's passed to me, and then he goes, "This is kind of what I'm hearing, but go for it," and then I do just that, Scott. I I go for it. So by by June giving me sort of a a palette like an empty canvas, I'm I'm allowed to have full creative freedom to paint the canvas and so you know by doing that um you are you're free and and it's brought a lot of creativity out of me so he's he's helped me become a much better writer i mean it's it's challenging because he'll just say okay here's a piece of music go and this is what we're thinking for the scene and make it happen and i'm like Mm. okay (laughs) and i do man i have to make it happen and sometimes they go Oh my God! Thank God that the the ideas keep coming. Um, that's a bit frightening. Sometimes you yeah. think you you know you're gonna you're gonna dry up, but you don't because 
Everything that happens to you and everything you hear, everything you see can inspire you in some way um, on, a, on a creative front. And that's what happens for me. I just have to see it, hear it, and something happens inside me and off I go. And he also says, how did you get in touch with Axel Rudy Pell? Axel actually got in touch uh, with me, again, through uh, a great friend of mine, Jeff Scott Soto, who's also a great singer. Um, he, Axel, was a big fan of Hardline and, and of my voice. He contacted Jeff. Jeff contacted me. I contacted a Axel. And we spoke through email for one year. I didn't even know he had a German accent. I mean, of course, I figured he had a German accent. But we didn't speak physically speak till the first day I met him in Germany. It was all by email. It's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. yeah. And I couldn't get out of the train either, Scott. I didn't know how the German uh, train doors open. And I, and I saw him out there. I'm trying to open the train. He's like, where is this guy? He thought I didn't show up for the first uh, recording session, which was an album called Oceans of Time, a big album for, for ARP. And yeah, I couldn't get out of the train. Finally, I figured it out and hoisted my way out and jumped onto the platform and the rest is history good thing it didn't go into the next station <laughs> right i would have been lost in germany for sure uh Haley says how did you first start being a part of sega and being involved in the music on sonic games well that uh, that all again stemmed from from june getting in contact with me and wanting to uh work with him uh creatively to to, to write songs so they actually came to me and um and uh, I just checked out the whole project and I said, yeah, this is cool. For me, it's about, um, you know, just being creative and, and having fun. If it's not fun, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. It's that simple. You know what I mean? You have to love, you have to be passionate about what you're doing uh, with your life. If you wake up and you're like, oh, this is a drag, well, you better make a different plan eventually. You know I mean? Sometimes we're stuck doing things we don't like doing. But for me... Musically, I've got to love it, man, or I won't do it. Um, Haley also asked, would you ever consider making music for other video games? Uh, I'm a pretty loyal guy um, to to Sega and to June, so I think I'm, you know, right now, I'm 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 happy where I am right yeah. now, Haley. You're doing Hope enough you stuff mind, already. Like, yeah, man, I'm I'm, I'm busy. <laughs> I'm very busy. Uh, a few more questions to go. This is from Lisa. Sure. Uh, she asked, if you could collab with any artist, who would you want to collab with? That, hey Lisa, um, that's a good question. Um, you know, this, this may sound completely wild, strange, out there, bizarre, uh, you know, whatever adjective you want to use, but I'd like to do a song with Pink. Hmm. I love Pink's voice. I, I was not expecting awesome. that. Yeah, right? I told you. I, I, and as a matter of fact... You may, you know, those who join in on Pledge Music for my debut solo album, and one of the exclusives is the acoustic show that I was talking about that will be performed live right from my home. I'm going to be doing a, a little remake surprise, and Ooh. I just love her, her voice, and she's got that growl that, that happens to my voice, too, when she, when she goes up in, in range. It just kind of happens to me happens to her i don't know i just thought it would be cool to do a song with her when um when she did that um the collaboration with what's that song oh. can't think of the song um but anyway i was jealous i'm, I'm yours is that, that what it's called 
I'm yours. No. Good try, Scott. Someone, someone will a, figure good, it out. Good try. Yeah, someone will figure it out. I can't remember right now. But anyway, I was jealous that that guy got to sing with her. I would just mm. flat out say I was jealous. That should have been my damn voice. Can I say damn on, on, on sure, Radio Sega? Okay. That should have been my damn voice. But anyway, maybe in the, uh, maybe in the future. So that was a great question. Uh, Mick Hale says, which is your favorite song from the Thrill of the Feel album, your first Sons of Angels album? Oh, I don't. Oh, man. I, I, gosh. Uh, Revving Up. That, that is a great song. Uh, yeah, it has to be. It's just the energy and the, the whole vibe. Mick, yep, that the person who it. asked this question, he requests that song quite a lot. So I think he'll like that answer. Oh, good boy. Right on. And the <laughs> final question comes from my good friend Tails Channel, Mr. Matt. He asks, how was making the Two Nights to Remember album? How was it? Or how was it made? Or how was it? How did you it? enjoy it? How was the process like? Oh, man, it's great. That was, again, so, you know... With, with those songs, we didn't have any specific um, games that we were writing for, any specific scenes. So that was really June and I getting together and say, saying, let's write some fun stuff and stuff we feel, stuff we believe in. And so that was that was a great process, man. That was a lot of fun. And we did that fast, too. I mean, we took a lot of time to do it, but as far as the writing, the writing happened really fast. So mm. that was that was awesome. And uh, that is all the questions we have for today. So we're going to go into one more song, and then we'll come back to say our farewells. Uh, right on. So what we coming up next is uh, a fan favorite from Crush 40. It is Open Your Heart. Enjoy.
and welcome back to the voice of Sega here on Radio Sega. What we just had there was Open Your Heart from Crush Faulty. So unfortunately, this brings us the, to the end of the show. Aww. It went uh, yeah. very quick. I hope oh, you thanks. enjoyed yourself, Johnny. I had a great time, and I want to thank whoever chatted um, the Pink song, Just Give Me a Reason. Uh, that's exactly what it was. Right from the start, you were a thief, you stole my heart. And I, your willing victim, that's the song. I wanted to sing that with her. Anyway, I see Gum, Ink, Koga, Lisa, Marianne, everyone on the chat. Thank you guys for, for uh, having me. Thanks for being a part of Crush 40. Thanks also for being uh, checking out my uh, solo debut album on Pledge Music. And uh, there's a cool bundle, guys, too, so you can get... You know, you can get some Crush stuff. Uh, I, um, you know, there's there's cool album bundles, and you know, just check it out. It's cool. It's pledge.com, uh, pledgemusic.com um, forward slash Johnny Gioelli. And I'm I'm just happy I'm with you guys tonight. Thanks, Scotty, for everything. You're very welcome. We hope we can have you again in the future. That'd be that'd be great. Um, there was something I was hoping to do today, but we didn't have enough time, so hopefully we can do this another day. It's a something KC came up with when he interviewed uh, Bentley Jones, is where he um, got various uh, lyrics from his different songs, combined them into a sentence, and Bentley Jones had to try to figure out which songs he was referencing. So I'd like to see how, how well you could do at that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but thank you very much again for joining in. I hope everyone in the chat... Uh, enjoyed themselves everyone in the chat please give a massive thank you to Johnny for coming along and uh, hey guys and thank thank you guys without you guys I'm nothing I'm just a voice so thank you guys for making it all happen for me and we'll be finishing off the show with a collab between Crush 40 and Cash Cash it is Sonic Boom thank you very much again for watching or I should say listening I should say and I shall see you all next week goodbye
playing the best Sega music 24-7.